Well, good morning. According to ADP, everybody's got a job. So right now. <laughs> oh my goodness. That number. What was that? I have no clue. I have no clue. Well, I, I can just say the markets love. Yeah. Did you lose your hair this morning? Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I lost it in preparation. I actually got a head shave yesterday, and I'm thinking maybe I should have shaved, saved the money. Um, no. Kidding. It might get a little ugly. Oh, a little. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I, I know you've looked. Uh, I, I couldn't not look when I saw that number. I was just like, and we've ended the day past some resistance lines. Uh -huh. So I was like, man, the market, we can see a big swing on these MBS and these, and on the, the bond, the, the, the 10 year, like, and boy, did we? Yes, we did. I mean, hopping right into the numbers. Who ADP 497 private yeah. sector job growth in June. That's like more than double what they expected, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, it was double what they expected. Yeah, and in ADP, this this report, they're just known for being super accurate. Like they've never revised their numbers down or anything like that. Like no, so I no, mean the never. market, like they know that this number is what it is and it's accurate. So they're gonna respond lockstep. Wait, will they? Uh, well, we know it's not accurate, but um, but what happened? Was this what you were talking about? Woo! This was before the report, 3.93, and right now we broke the four. Broke the, the four. Team. And, and here's the hard part about that. You see that it kind of looked like it was like, okay, we're going to trim back down. And it's right back. I think, I think, don't hold me to this, but I think it's possible we go higher as the day goes, goes on. I, I really think it's possible. There's just nothing that's holding it back right now. Well, that's that's what I don't get is you're we're concentrating on one number and one number only. Yeah, that is it. That is it. No one's looking at anything else economically in the numbers. Well, and you look at the, the thing that's funny is like everybody's tied up. The Dow down 300 plus points this mm -hmm. morning already. Right. Yeah. On this number. Wouldn't this number wouldn't like private job sector growth typically be a good number for stocks? Yes, it's a I thought it's a positive. But it's not because what's the fear now? What do we all know that's going to happen because of this number? Oh, let me see. Could that be a that rate looks like a rate I think everybody is expecting a rate increase. Last week, I think you said that it was possible to see a half percent. I was like, mm -hmm. "No, we'll see a quarter. Guess what?" Holy cow, I think you're right. We may see a half percent at the end yeah. of the month. I mean, who are, who's the 5.1% who say they're going to hold? Who are those no people? Probably the only smart people. Yeah. The people who, if they actually read the underlying other economic factors, yeah, are saying, no, stop it. Because, we're, we're, heck, you know, U.S. manufacturing slump deepens. Our index for U.S., the PMI yep. index for manufacturing is dropped to 46. Which that's is the lowest low. recorded in history. That's low. That's not good. So, What's it mean? Why? It means we're not building anything. Yeah. 
Well, it's because it's too price. It's too costly. Inflation's too high. Got to keep bringing those those rates up. Yeah, yeah. Because we got we've got to push it down further. We have to destroy manufacturing further. And I mean, it was interesting because you go into the ADP numbers here. Private sector. Let's see where we're growing. Manufacturing lost forty two thousand jobs. Yeah. But construction's growing, so you know that's that's a good number, right? Yeah, yeah. Construction's knowing growing, but the where's the other place we're growing? Well, it's okay. not, not technology. IT. So high wage job not growing. Not uh, financial activity not growing. High wage not jobs. Growing. Professional mm-hmm. business services. Okay. Okay. Not growing. Um, education, health services, um, but leisure and hospitality. Two hundred and thirty thirty-two thousand new jobs. Well, I mean, we are in the summer, which probably means those are a lot of temporary jobs. Exactly. And are and they high-paying jobs? Of, oh, definitely not high-paying. Are you going to get? A, are you going to buy a house in Orlando on a leisure and hospitality income? Uh, I mean, maybe a month ago, maybe two <laughs> months ago, maybe a year, two, three, five years ago. Go. Um, right now, it's like. With today's movement, I have to make a bunch, a bunch of phone calls. And the hard part about that is a uh, lot of them are for Disney employees that I got to call them and let them know, hey, you qualified for this much. Now you're going to qualify for this much because of the rate changes. Yep. Probably just knock them down. What, maybe 20 grand, $25,000? Somewhere Depending that on how big of a move we see. And with the trend, we're talking... From Monday, we're, we're looking at probably a half percent worse in rates from Monday. And remember... Tuesday was a holiday. So in two business days, we've essentially lost close to a half percent on interest rate for clients. Oh my God. We're well into the sevens now. Like we didn't just top, like last week we topped seven. Like yep. I, I, I expect today the, the average rate to probably be closer to seven and a quarter. And what did I tell you we'd be end of year? I, I think you were saying seven and a half, somewhere around there. Uh, I think it was eight. Eight? Eight, eight, eight. You said that much? No wonder I why I stopped one. listening to you. I don't <laughs> listen to this negativity. Yeah. Oh, it's. I'm sorry. I like math, and I can add. <laughs> well, and, I mean, the fact that we added 853 billion dollars to the to the deficit in the past month. In the past so, month. so nearly a trillion dollars. Nearly a trillion dollars in one month. In one month, I mean that, God, that would cause that problem. would cause the the treasury yields to drop, right? Yeah, you would think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's sarcasm, people. Um, <laughs> we're good. We're good. We're good. Everything is great. We were looking at a article in Zero Hedge. Yeah. And. Supposedly, this unemployment rate is sitting, you know, three and a half percent right now. Yeah, super. And we're right? growing where we double the amount of private sector jobs were just added in the last yeah, month. Adding and adding and adding. You know, unemployment numbers are like right, you know, new file claim numbers, you know, continuing unemployment claims dropped last mm-hmm. week. You know, a lot of it was small drop, but drop, right? But yep. what is this? 105 million working age Americans don't have a job right now. What does that mean? Like. Why would the government have such a wildly different number? Because 
You can't count people who aren't looking. what this guy's reporting. Well, well, my curiosity, I'm just I, I, I'm just spitballing here. I'm trying to think, how does the government know if somebody's looking? Um, they may be getting unemployment. So they're getting unemployment and unemployment requires them to file where, that they applied for jobs. Right. So they have right. to be looking. But if you, let's say, aren't getting unemployment, are you reporting to the government that you're looking for a job still? No. No, because you don't have to. There's nobody to report to, right? Like, so yeah. our number is kind of really skewed because maybe a lot of people aged out or they've expired and exhausted all their unemployment, you know, benefits, or they didn't qualify or they didn't do yeah. this. And now they're still looking, but yeah. I think it's kind of like that Fed um, rental increase number. Hey, and this is the Fed. Did you increase your 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 rental char- fee? No, but I was thinking about it. Oh, how much were you thinking about increasing it? Oh, about eight <laughs> percent. That's a great number. Yeah. Hey, are you looking for a job? Uh, not today. I just woke up. Um, they call, ring, ring, click. Uh, we'll take that as they're not looking for a job. They're not looking. They're not looking for a job. They yep. didn't answer, so they couldn't confirm they were looking for a job. So we're yep. going to assume they're not looking for a job. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I think one of the one of the questions is is well, is this really going to hurt the Orlando market? Well, we haven't seen is, it lately. Like, right? Yeah. This is from uh, Orlando Business Journal today. Vox, which does automotive parts. They're like the tech, con- like electronic components and stuff, right? Yes, correct, correct. They are, their headquarters is in Lake Nona. Oh, okay. And in the next two months, they are going to lay off fifty-four workers. Then uh, I, I'm a little confused. I thought automotive was like at all-time highs, this and that. Like they were MSRP and overvalue, like. Are we seeing a shift here? Like, is this starting to shift, or are they are they ahead of the curve? Are they behind? Like, I think something. The, you you had you had all those cars that needed the chips to finally be able to be sold, and then prices went crazy. I mean, I just how do you buy a six hundred thousand dollar house and a hundred thousand dollar car? Easy. <laughs> You just got to qualify for the house. The finance guy at the dealership will make the numbers work. We'll make the numbers work. Yeah. He'll figure it out. Yeah. But I mean, you feel bad because, you know, here's 54 people, you know, four initially full time, 14 uh, temporary workers. And then the rest are going to be laid off by 36 full time or going to be terminated by August 31st. Okay. That's interesting news. Um, what yeah, so, inbox is, so these are warehouse jobs. So would this qualify like manufacturing jobs or what would this qualify as? I think it's manufacturing. And probably. So it's kind it's, of you know, assembly, that assembly, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's kind of that sector that we're seeing getting hit right now, which is a little concerning, right? Because manufacturing, like you see construction jobs up, but if manufacturing is down, like that could eventually have a role into the construction side of things. Mm-hmm. Like we're starting to get to a point where I, I the dominoes are falling, but, but it's almost like 
I, I'm just going to say it. I feel like the Fed, like I, I almost am like they went on vacation to Bermuda or something because their their approach is if we can't see it, it's not happening. Right? That like, or or my they have got their blinders on. And the only number they can see is that employment number. Here's the one good thing. Here's the one good thing. My house is burning down. Everything's going crazy. But you know what? The hose works. I love it. The hose works. So Everything else is burning down on. around me, but guess what? The hose works. They're in that hose and, race. You know, I can try and put out my fire with the hose. Yep. I, I I like it. You know what? They've got a bucket. They're probably so smart that they're filling a bucket up with the hose water, then throwing that then on. throwing it on. Yeah, yeah, I, I got exactly. you. I got you. That that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, it, excuse me. I know these guys are way smarter than me. Like I, I'm not playing. I'm. I'm I wonder sometimes, Joe. But what it is, it, it's kind of weird because it does feel like when you look at what's going on in the world and everything else, you see like Britain Prime Minister talking about inflation. They thought they were going to get their inflation numbers cut in half, and it's stagnant at like mm -hmm. seven. 7.7 7 or something. It's almost like all these countries and world powers are in a horse race right now. We're all dealing with similar crap and they all have their blinders on. So they're only looking at one number inflation and they're not thinking about anything else and what it's going to do in entirety. Yep. Yep. I mean, we didn't even hit yet today on what I initially was going to lead on till the employment numbers came out. Yeah. You ready for this one? This See. is our commercial mortgage-backed security delinquency rate. It, well, I mean... How long have we been talking about this? A while. A while. Been, like, we know it's going to start jumping. We're up to 4.5% right now. Okay. Okay. That's not bad. During the Great Recession... The housing never hit above 4%. This is worse than what the houses did. Yeah. Right okay. now. But, you know, we look, they were at like 10.5% back during the Great Recession. Yeah, and it was so good, wasn't it? It was fantastic. <laughs> you know, and, you're, and what's everybody doing? They're defaulting. Well, what, what else do they do in commercial? You know? You've that's it. I mean, you basically you've got people who don't want to go back to offices. Yeah. You've got your your adjustable rate mortgage nightmare because you know commercial adjusts generally was it six months to every year it yep. can adjust. Almost almost all commercial back is typically adjustable rate, usually. And you're talking with what the Fed has done and with everything's done. These rates have skyrocketed. I mean, yeah. how many people have seen their credit cards go from a 14% interest rate to a 29, 30% interest rate? Yeah. Overnight, you know, yeah. within the last six months. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and then, uh, yep, there's that little story over here. U.S. national debt spiked by $851 billion. I'm Man. sorry, I was, off. I was off $2 billion. Slacker. <laughs> so I'm just, you're just sitting here. And you're thinking, take the blinders off. You, oh. it, it, it's tough because I want to talk about and like, and, and 
and, you know, I was having a conversation with somebody last night that was, you know, they're, they talk a little bit about Binance and everything and they work at, you know, they're, you know, a software engineer and so forth. And he's like, I want to buy below my means and here's this and then rates. And he's like, but I'm thinking about saving because rates aren't going to go down. I don't want to pay the high rates. And, and I'm talking about, well, there's low inventory. Like, what are we talking? But it got to a point where I sat there and I'm just like, man, this is kind of like, I realized that, you know, it used to be, and then I say used to like, Six months ago, I think you and I were in a consensus that, you know, a lot of people were saying rates were going down in six months, which would be like right now. They thought six yep. months ago, start of the year, they thought rates right now would be back in the fives. They're not. Yeah, I need to give Barry a call. I, I don't think you and I did. Like we were saying like 12 months to 18 months. But the hard part about that is now we're six months down the road and I'm still thinking 12 months to 18, 18 months. months. Like, I don't feel like I should be at six to 12 months from where I was six months ago, but we're not seeing the feds respond the way that I thought that they would. And, and I, I, and I just feel like we're going to see, like, we are going to see like a big, it's going to be a gut punch. And we, we and it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be. That's the whole point. It doesn't have to be. Mm -hmm. Why does it have to be a gut punch? You know, you, you've got them out there saying, oh, you know, soft landing, soft landing. Well, if you want a soft landing, stop the rate increases. Yeah. Stop it. Let I mean, everything. How many times have we said, let it play out? What it, what it, what's all the data say? Like anytime there's fiscal policy change, it takes roughly 12 months for you to see the effects of that fiscal policy change. Exactly. So, so right we, now. All these rate increases that haven't hit us yet. Yeah. They're really start. I mean, when you look. Look at the bottom line, you know, well, I think 12 months manufacturing, you know, it's, I, I it's, 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 you can, you, I'm sorry, but you feel it. You know it. We've well, been, we've been alive long enough. Think, think about when we, we talk about this, right? It is July. Mm-hmm. When did rates start to get out of control last year? Right. August. They started to really start to make that push up in that July, August window. They started to go up yep. and climb at a rapid rate up until like, you know, initially they made those changes. Rates started to go up, but they were still OK. But then August hits July, August, and they really we're 12 months out. Yep. Like, so we're seeing the effects of what happened a year ago on policy change are hitting us today. And we're really starting to see the ramifications. What's it going to be like another 12 months from now? You know, if the feds decide to jump rates another half percent at the end of July, what's that going to do to the market? We're in new territory. We could very well be looking at feds are going to do a half percent at the end of July and potentially be talking about eight percent rates in August. Yep. Yep. And I don't care what anybody says. The whole argument of, well, when I bought my first house, I was at 10% or 12% or 15%. Yeah, and your house was $50,000. Exactly. Like, you know, it's a much different tale. Like, it's a much, like, yes, like a car right now, I hate to say it, I have a truck. It's it's an okay truck, but it's just a truck. Cost more than my parents' first house. Like, Mm -hmm. it's like... It's not that it's an expensive truck. It's just cost of everything is so much higher, right? Yep. So, yeah, an 8% interest rate on a $500,000 home is going to hurt, right? Oh there, there's no way around that. And I think we'll see it. I think we'll see a slowdown. And I think it's going to be an abrupt, super sharp, like it will hit and the Fed will panic and we will see movement. 
But yep. I feel like what we're gonna what we're about to hit, and I could be wrong here, is I almost feel like we're gonna start teeter tottering. I feel like the Fed's gonna start playing this game of we're gonna drop, we're gonna raise it. Oh, we 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 raised it too high. Now we're gonna drop it. Yeah. Oh crap, we dropped it too fast. Now we gotta raise it back. And I feel like we're gonna have knee jerk reactions both well, ways. What was the story? There was a story leaked today that oh the Fed wasn't as unified as everyone thinks they were the last meeting. Yeah. Oh, some okay. So they want to raise. Some people wanted one more raise. Some wanted two more raises. Like it sounds like we're a little bit like there's three the floating around for what eighteen people. Like yeah, yeah, they're getting out there testing the waters. Okay, so if we really screw this up, we've got oh well we we you know there were there were others who you know I personally as a Fed board member felt that we should have cut or we should have stayed. You know, it wasn't me. It wasn't it was never me. Nope. Never. It's always them. I would like to meet them someday. <laughs> I would like to meet them too. You know, but it's just, it's, you know, you're sitting there and it's like, take the blinders off guys. Come on. Yeah. Come on. You can see what's going on. And that's the hard part is I feel like we can see what's going on. So we know they can see it. Yeah. And, and I get that maybe they're looking at data that's pointing, maybe they see something, but I, I think the hard part that everybody has to understand is that the data that's being reported and shared and everything, like it's not a complete story. Like they can't no. just look at what's on the piece of paper. They got to look around them. Yeah. And I think they're so textbook right now that they're only looking at the piece of paper. It's that entire, you know, if you can't do, you teach philosophy yeah. right like they're yeah. in the teaching mode they're in textbook you know academia world of this is what we should do based off what we're reading right and you got to kind of step back and go okay what's really going on what can we see that's not being put on this piece of paper or in yeah. the stacks of paper and there's a lot of it there's mm -hmm. a lot of stuff going on that they're not that they are not looking at at all and it's boy is it frustrating so, all right, well, let's get into, let me open this up. Oh, we'll hit some numbers now. Yeah. <laughs> One that second. Orlando market. And it crashed. We don't even want to talk about numbers anymore. Bum no, no, it didn't crash. I just had to reopen it. That's I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, we had our end of month last month. Okay. And... As you expect, we're going to have more closings, you know, 617. Um, that number is down actually about 20% from last year. Oh, wow. So affordability, right? Interest yeah. rate. And I actually was reading an article that Orlando now is becoming the second least affordable place to live in Florida next to Miami. Which I, I don't know if I like that, but I understand it. Yep. It's not a lot of high wage in Orlando. No, no. And then um, this is kind of nice to see. The single family inventory did jump up 42, okay. even with that many sales. Okay, that's good. Okay, which is good. Condos really wasn't a big jump. Um, it only went up, you know, to 199 from 142, which you would kind of expect to be a little, a little bit higher than that. Yeah, but I'm I'm looking for a client right now, and the HOA fees have just jumped astronomical. 
We're yeah. looking at one for two seventy five, and the HOA fees five hundred seventy dollars a month. Ooh. Yeah, and well, we didn't even look at the one next door because it was a three bedroom, three bath, seven hundred and ten dollars wow. a month for the HOA. Wow, wow. Well, you think about it, it's like everything that's going on with the condos and what we saw in a, the unfortunate tragedy in Miami, right? Yep. Um, did, did you did you ever see or did you hear about what actually caused that that collapse? No, I did not. No. They determined that it was a leak from the pool. The pool uh, was leaking underneath the, the condos, and that ended up and it had been going on and corrosion, corrosion, corrosion. That's what created the collapse. Uh Oh, that's awful. Yeah, then we hop in, you know, like we always like to look at, which is our original list and final list to the sales price. And we're starting to see this slowly you go down a little bit, slip back down. Yeah. Yep. Which I expect a sharp drop in another few weeks. Another few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Mid August. I'm, I'm expecting this to really. Oh, yeah. Drop everybody back thought that, that 93, 92%. Everybody thought two one buy downs were gone. Nope, they'll be back. Nope. No, boy, will they be back. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, will they be back. I mean, you, you're creative financing. I mean, it's got a whole new meaning. I mean, I almost feel like sellers should be advertising that right now. Like, oh, a, yeah. And I and obviously I'm not a realtor. I'm not a professional on that side. I do mortgages, but I almost feel mm -hmm. like sellers need to be saying, "Hey, we'll give you, we'll give any buyer credit for a two-one buy down, right? Yep. Like you gotta, you gotta show them we're you're willing to play ball with them to get that thing sold. Yeah, especially if rates are going up. Yep. I mean, our days on market kind of ticked down a few days, okay. but it's still holding steady. Mm -hmm. Still holding steady. You know, and here you see sales price. You know, median and average, you know, the, just ticking along, dropped a little mm -hmm. bit. But I'm expecting, like you said, expecting this to come back down. Mm -hmm. You know, our weekly sales, you know, took a little spike for the end of the month. Yep. Like it always does. You know, average days on market, we've really kind of hit that leveling point. Mm -hmm. Again, expect this to start jumping up. Yep. Because of, because of the interest rates. And we're still down nearly 16% from January 1st for inventory on the wow. single family homes. Mm -hmm. And then our condos, condos are holding pretty close. I mean, they're still holding above 98% Yeah. the final list. So they're not moving quite as much. Could mean that they're priced better. People aren't, aren't trying to over-exaggerate. Yeah. Um, or push that push that list price too much. So, you know, Orlando's still holding steady, but boy, I mean, if you look at the overall numbers compared to last year, we're down. We're down a good, you know, 20% or more. Yeah. And it's just going to hold. Yeah. And it's just going to be really interesting. Like you said, we, we've got – July doesn't really have like, you know, we're going to see. I'm curious to see what happens. Um, the only thing that I could see potentially happening is that because everybody fears the Fed's increasing rates so much mm -hmm. and we're seeing such big reaction to any report that potentially 
we create a self-fulfilling prophecy in essence that we worsen the market so much that the feds don't have to increase rates. Yep. You know, um, but they probably will anyways. Um, well, they got, they've got to the 26th, the meetings on the 26th. Yep. So seeing what out over the next couple weeks, you know, watching those employment numbers over the next couple weeks. I mean, we we're, we're on a, average of over 250,000 new filings every week for the past, was it four to five weeks? You know, so mm -hmm. we're consistently above that 250 mark. Yeah. Which is nothing to write home about. And yeah. if it continues to stay above that 250 mark, you know, do they reverse? Is What's, what's going to be there to make that 94% jump back over to the other side of not raising raising rates or staying par. I don't, I don't see anything right at the moment. No, I, I think we're kind of, I think we're going to kind of see the trend. I think we'll see the rates. And then I have a feeling that there's the potential for the, Oh shit. What did we do to have yeah. come first week yeah. of August? Yeah. I, just, I, I, I think we could see something like that. Um, maybe not, maybe not. Hopefully. I don't know. Um, I, I would love to see rates start to go down. They don't even have to go down. I just like them. Like I, I keep on saying this, like, just yeah, hold level up. Give, me, give me six and a half and stay flat. Like just make like stay flat. Mm -hmm. I, I, I might be okay with 6.999. Just keep me under seven and yeah. stay flat. Yeah. Right. Um, but it is like with jumping over seven, this has always been a psychological barrier in the home and the home buying process. It, it has inevitably been when we see the buying halt of oh. significantly when we get over seven. Yep. So I'm really curious to see what that, what that's going to look like um, in the coming days. Yep, exactly. Well, we will keep an eye on it. And as always, we will be back here next Thursday to keep everyone updated. Please like, and subscribe. Take care, Joe. You've got a lot of fun phone calls to make today. Yeah, I got to make them. <laughs> <Have a good laughs> Take one, guys. care, man.